This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you and please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today, I want to talk about a well-known, yet still not fully investigated event called the Flatwoods Monster, or Braxy, or the Braxton Monster. Uh, there's lots of different names <coughs> for this fine event, but uh, if you've heard it, don't worry. I'll bring you some new info. Um, I've actually done a podcast on this one before, but I wanted to bring it up again because there's some new information. Uh, I think it's one of the coolest stories of UFO legend and, and lore, and I think that um, it sheds some light into the different species of aliens that might be out there. So if you're not familiar with this story, basically back in 1952, um, in the flatwoods of West Virginia, <clears throat> um, it's a little village, um, in September 12th, 1952, um, some young boys, uh, a mother, and a National Guard member came upon this somewhat robotic, somewhat biologic entity, and we'll get into that in just a second. So, <clears throat> what happened that night was, at dusk, two brothers, Ed and Freddie May, who were 12 and 13, had been playing in the schoolyard with their 10-year-old friend, Tommy Heyer. They noticed a pulsing red light streak across the sky and, a near, and crash on a nearby farm. The three youngsters ran to grab May's, uh, their, their mother, the May boy's mother, and then they ran right up the hill and checked out what happened. Uh, a few other boys, one with a dog, showed up as well, uh, as well as a National Guard member who was only 17 years old. His name was Gene Lemon. He led the group with a flashlight um, to go see what was going on. So seven Braxton County residents on that Saturday reported seeing a 10-foot-tall Frankenstein-like monster. Although Frankenstein isn't the right word, but that's, that's what they quoted in the paper. A Frankenstein-like monster in the hills above Flatwoods, a local newspaper reported afterwards. A National Guard member, 17 years old, Gene Lemon, led the group when he saw what appeared to be a pair of bright eyes in a tree. Lemon screamed and fell backwards 
and the news account said when he saw a 10-foot monster with a bloody red face, uh, blood red, I should say blood red body and a green face that seemed to glow. Now there's some inconsistencies here. Some people state that the, that the body was green and the face was red and vice versa. They also stated that it, it may have had claws for hands, but it was hard to tell in the dense mist. Of course, this story got picked up by local news, national radio, national news, huge papers all across the United States. It even created a Flatwoods Monster Museum at the Braxton County Convention Visitors Bureau. Many people go there just to sit in the chair that looks like a robot. It's not a robot, but it has... It like has a spade-like design behind its head, and its head just had these huge eyes, and then it had these very thin, skinny, long arms that protruded out of it like sticks almost. If you could imagine sticks coming off of a snowman in the winter, and then it had what appeared to be some sort of like dress, skirt-like thing towards the bottom because some of the folks that witnessed this reported that there were folds in the material giving off a, a skirt-like or material-like feel to the material. Now what's interesting is that many people have over the years by and large have reported this thing to be a robot but what if you look at the what the witnesses say and you watch some of these documentaries they say that this entity was more biological than robotic. They say that the entire entity really looked biological. It didn't look like it had a robot-like shield to it. However, there are some of those naysayers that believe that this Flatwoods monster actually was a, a metal shield around a reptilian that was floating around and it provided as armor and protection as it floated around and gathered intel around West Virginia. Now, with all the reptilian stories we've ever heard, we've never heard of a reptilian floating around in a metal armor or metal shield or robotic exoskeleton or anything like that. But that's what um, one individual who was working with the uh, History Channel, I believe it was, um, came out and basically pushed that narrative that there was some sort of reptilian being inside this... Uh, this box, despite the fact that none of these eyewitnesses said anything like that. So isn't it funny how history can get twisted in really bizarre and untruthful ways? Now, the design, like, if you go onto, like, wikipedia.org, for example, which I just flipped over to, it has basically what looks like a robot with, like, a leaf uh, spade-like design behind it, and it has... It looks like metal, and it's basically twice as high as a human. Um, what's really interesting about this is it gives us an idea for what other kind of entities there are out there. Um, you know, could this have been a robotic shield? Maybe, but unlikely, because all of the people that witnessed it stated that it was a biological entity. Which is very, very interesting, because... When we think about different entities that are out there, there's lots of different kinds, right? There's three-foot-tall, six-foot-tall, whites, gray aliens, and then there's reptilians, there's Nordics, 
there's uh, praying mantid-like creatures, there's Bigfoot-like creatures, and then one of the most interesting ones I came across the other day while I was watching Randy Kramer and um, Emery Smith talk about this on Gaia was that um, they've come across a banana head looking creature and um, one of the uh, whistleblowers uh, was drawing a picture of this entity and then gave it to Randy and he asked me he's like have you ever encountered this type of creature before because this is what I saw 20 years ago and Randy Kramer, who's one of the, the men who's been on the 20 and back program, went and fought uh, on Mars against the Mars reptoids, basically said, yeah, these banana head-like um, creatures, basically it looks like somebody put a banana on their head, but like elongated it out, kind of like, you know, some of these ancient uh, aliens that we hear about with these long, elongated heads that created cultures that wanted to have these long, elongated heads um, backwards, but they he said he stated that when he asked his emissary uh ambassador that he was with in this uh mars uh space station um and the jupiter space station he asked him about these aliens he said what, what is this he said oh yeah we call them the banana heads but they're that's not a, a, a negative term it's just um that they call us like the primitive naked monkeys so we call them the banana heads and it's it's a fun joke but um, it's just more for description than anything. But it just goes to show you there's there's those kinds of aliens that are out there. And he said, uh, Randy Kramer stated that they evolved from mollusks, like a mollusk-like creature on their planet. So depending on what the creature evolves from is going to determine what it ultimately appears like uh, once it matures. So um, the other one that's really fascinating to me is that he stated there's also octopus-like creatures out there um, that do have to live inside of tanks when they go to do their business uh, in these international space stations, or I shouldn't say international, intergalactic uh, space stations that are outside of Jupiter. Um, and there's also um, the Var Varginha um, Brazil incident in 1997 where it was like an oily brown creature um, that looked like maybe a five-foot-tall brown alien that was similar to the greys, but just five-foot-tall with these these deep ridges in its head and red eyes. Um, and, and that's what's, like, really fascinating to me, is that I think as humans we sometimes can be narrow-minded in thinking that an alien has to look a certain way because that's what I know and that's what media has told me or that's what I've read but the fact of the matter is that there's alien life all around us you know in the form of insects and birds and all kinds of things and I shouldn't say alien life necessarily but different forms of life right here on earth so for for us to say well it's impossible for there to be you know a banana head creature or um, a Braxton County monster or Flatwoods monster uh, creature or an octopus-like creature or um, a reptilian. It's just simply ridiculous because life forms where it forms. Uh, life will find a way, like Jeff Goldblum's character in Je Jurassic Park said, right? Life will find a way no matter what. Think about how hard a, a weed pushes through cement cracks in order to grow. 
life will find a way and if it will find a way it will it will change its shape in order to survive i have a garden out back where i have a plant that's growing around another plant just to survive and be able to spread its seed to be able to create a fruit and a, and a vegetable i mean it it's amazing what life can do so going back to the braxton county uh monster um what's fascinating to me as well with like the hooded um spade shape is that there have also been reports of other aliens that have worn either hooded like shapes or a spade like shape behind their head uh there was a tall white that was part of uh one woman's uh book i believe it was called um the mental jigsaw or something like that i have to pull up her book but um she had been abducted so many times it was like over over 60 or 100 times um and she had basically suffered from like dissociative identity disorder multiple personality disorder and just like so many so much trauma that she had to compartmentalize it all um but she was able to draw so many creatures that she encountered and one of the strongest most powerful ones was one that was uh that looked like a tall uh white uh very pale white uh, somewhat cone-headed like creature that did have a spade like uh edifice behind it or piece of clothing behind him um that also wore a jewel right in front of him uh and that jewel that was like on a necklace would hold power and once they touched it it could either be an offensive weapon or it could be a defensive weapon or it could be a healing uh entity as well so these these entities that that seem strange that seem bizarre that seem artistic or you know out of the norm do exist at least they are reported um even if they are the minority so that's what's truly fascinating in this world of ufology that we we you know <laughs> subscribe to is that there's just so much uh, interesting fascinating uh types of creatures out there that we can continue to talk about it for forever i mean the interesting thing with this this case is that there was no attack um you know really reported some i think one one or two of the witnesses stated that it moved towards them and like kind of hissed um while others stated that it didn't they were too busy running so i mean let's face it i mean if a highly civilized entity came down here it could have caught those guys in a heartbeat it would have had the technology to do that to do that so um you know i don't think it was there to hurt them maybe it was trying to communicate with them who knows i mean is it possible it, it was trying to abduct them sure but they have the technology to be able to basically put anyone in their area into a comatose state and take them uh, wherever they want so i think i will try to wrap it up here but i think that you know if you haven't explored this particular case, go back. I did a podcast on it probably a couple of years ago. Um, it's called The Flatwoods Monster, um, and you can listen to it. But there's so much around this story that's really, really fascinating. I like going back and looking at it because when I think that I know everything there is to know about a subject and then I find out new information, I definitely want to share it with you guys and kind of discuss it because... Um, at one point, I thought that this might have been maybe like a a droid, um, you know, non-sentient being sent down like a robot to 
survey the area, right? Maybe pick some plants, maybe pick some, you know, living, uh, living uh, creatures and then bring them back to the ship. But going back through the eyewitness testimony, they state that this was more of a biological entity, which is really fascinating. You would think that there would have been some sort of telepathy that happened because with almost every alien entity uh, encountered, there's always been a telepathic communication between the two parties. And in this case, there really wasn't. Um, so what could it be? Could it have been an alien robot? Could it have been just an alien that didn't want to communicate telepathically? Could it have been the barn owl that some people say? I guess we won't know for sure, but one thing's for sure. I believe that there's more than meets the eye in many of these cases. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I want to bring you guys another one. So enjoy the evening. Take care of your physical, spiritual, and emotional health. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.